welcome to apartment 29A. I'm Shosh. And I'm Megan. And we're two best friends who have a lot to say. This week, we are drinking Tea of the Month Club Pumpkin Spice Tea. While we talk about the podcast, Brains On, the book, I Swear, Politics is Messier Than My Minivan by Katie Porter. And then we're going to end with things we just can't stop thinking about, which for Shosh is family visits. And for me is a Brandy Carlisle concert. All right. So the Tea of the Month Club pumpkin spice version is both really, really good and not at all pumpkin-y. Yeah, false advertising. <laughs> yeah. So we, we went with pumpkin spice because it's that time of year. So we're like, oh, we got to do it. But there is no pumpkin spice. Smell it. I don't know, smells and tastes maybe slightly like, I don't know, burnt marshmallow, but in a good way, not a bad way. But really, I think it's just black tea with some rooibos. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's definitely, like, I can't quite place the flavor. That's why I sort of said rooibos and or burnt marshmallow, but it's definitely not pumpkin. That is the only thing I am certain of. Yeah, not pumpkin at all. There's no cinnamon, no clove, no sugar, no pumpkin spices <laughs> i mean it's it's decent to drink i don't dislike it by any means but it's not it's definitely not pumpkin so if that's what you're looking for i would definitely skip this one right yeah as i say it tastes like really good i really enjoy it it's just not pumpkiny at all so if you're looking for like a fall pumpkin spice tea this one's not it <laughs> well the good and bad thing is you can't actually get the tea of the month club from like a store. So I guess in that respect, we don't really have to worry about it. True. But. So the brains on podcast is uh, actually a science podcast for kids, but Apple thought I would like it. So I sent it to Shosh uh, and was like, let's go ahead and listen to this. And they weren't wrong. It was really cute. It was really cute. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So we listened to an episode about viruses. And mainly computer viruses. But they did make the distinction between human viruses and computer viruses. And you got a little history lesson about how big computers used to be. And then a little lesson on how to... Uh, pay attention to what you are clicking on so that you don't uh, open a computer virus. Though their computer viruses were aptly, uh, obviously named. <laughs> Achoo! <laughs> don't open me! <laughs> but you know, in the episode, the, like, doctor guy said he sent it on purpose you know to see and then mm -hmm. someone clicked on it anyways and so it was very obvious but that happens to Amir at work he'll get them from his IT person to try to see who actually opens things they're not supposed to who reports it that kind of stuff yeah so they do those kind of things in real life oh for sure Vincent does that too but it was really cute if Ronan was a little bit older, I definitely would want him to listen to something like this. It was so cute, the way they explained things, and you could tell they were really trying to make connections and also talk about things that 
kids wouldn't understand. Like, I think they talked about a phone with a cord and stuff or different things <laughs> that they explained. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel really old, but also that's really cute. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. They obviously have little, they have like headquarters and characters and I love they, they have segments where they like talk about a sound and then they try and guess what the sound is. And the sound this week was like pumpkin scraping. I was like, oh my gosh. Once you knew, you were like, okay, I guess. But I was totally with the kid. I thought it was sawing something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I don't I... think it's sawing because most sawing is more, it has like a more high-pitched whine to it. I don't know. Yeah. I also wondered if it was something with like ice, but I don't know. It was hard. It was hard to know because it's so out of context, but I really enjoyed that those were sent in by listeners and I liked that they had listeners ask questions and that they also had a kid as like a co-host. So I really enjoyed all of that. Yes. And they like read off all the names of people who had sent in fan art or who had sent in questions who of course were say like willing to have their name read, but it was just really cute. Like they were building a little community. Yeah, it was the best. Kids are so great. I know. So I really enjoyed it. I doubt that I would listen to this regularly on my own. But like I said, when Ronan's a little bit older, I would definitely listen to something like this with him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll be. Uh, it's not going to be added to my list. It's a little below me, but it was really cute. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about the book? Yes, that would be great. All right. So the Goodreads description of I Swear Politics is Messier Than My Minivan by Katie Porter reads a little long, so I warn you. Okay. An honest, inspiring, and laugh-out-loud funny memoir about re-energizing our politics and standing up to corporate America while carting three kids around in a minivan. Never having run for office before, Katie Porter charted a new path in 2018 when she was elected to Congress as a Democrat in historically conservative Orange County, California. Underestimated as a single mom and chided for her progressive values, Katie defied expectations. Then, using her signature whiteboard, she began to take CEOs and corrupt government officials to task in congressional hearings. The videos went viral, introducing Americans to her no-bullshit style and ma making her a coveted guest on cable news and late-night television. Katie offers Americans a clear picture of what their leaders are doing and how they're doing it, exposing the gaps between politicians' press conferences and real people's lives. Katie reveals how her challenges as an Iowa farm girl diverted her to the Ivy League and how she came to see herself as a Californian, teaching law and raising three kids in Orange County. She shares why she made the jump from academia to politics and how she quickly mastered the art of making CEOs and cabinet members squirm when they bluff and blovate instead of doing the job for America. 
With the same clarity she demonstrates in congressional hearings, Katie makes the case for consumer protection, corporate accountability, and anti-corruption reforms. She pulls back the curtain on the political messaging machine, campaign fundraising, and Congress's traditions, showing that the ways things have always worked, in fact, does not work for, con for a congressperson without someone at home to do the shopping and take care of the kids. Along the way, she provides whiteboard lessons on where your campaign donations go, how to fight the corporations that cheat you, and how to conduct her trademark robust oversight. Full of candid and inspiring stories from how Katie lent Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez a pair of sneakers during the Capitol attack on January 6th, 2021, to her kids' lightly illegal campaign hijinks. This is a book by an exhausted, committed parent who just doesn't have the time for nonsense in her house or in the House of Representatives. That was long. <laughs> I almost feel like that was the book. I mean, I'm joking, obviously, but that was, that was It is a lot. good summary, though. Like, if you didn't, if you, you know, read it, that, that summarizes the book from cover to cover. <laughs> I listened to this book because Katie Porter read it, which I really enjoyed. Also, listening is just working better for me at the moment, um, but I like it when people read their own books like this, so it was fun to hear Katie Porter read her own book. I enjoyed it. There were lots of stories about her growing up and how she sort of got to where she is, and yeah, I don't know. I just like how she is. I think she's really smart, and she says a lot of things that other people won't, and I also appreciate that she's pointing out a lot of things that other people in Congress aren't really dealing with, like young kids. You know, especially all those really rich white guys <laughs> that don't really have to worry about it. And she definitely pointed out also some instances where there were things that really just would not mesh and that they just did not understand because they don't have to deal with those type of things. So I appreciated that sort of aspect as well. So I liked it. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I agree. She has, she does have kind of a brash style. Uh, but I, I think I really like that because her heart is always in the right spot. So this book's really interesting because she will tell some stories that don't actually paint her in the best light. So she will talk about um, like working with Elizabeth Warren and having this thought that Elizabeth Warren was mm, maybe just a bit old school or like kind of like your old school marm where she's like, no, you have to do this the right way. And, you know, where students are like, yeah, yeah, I just need to get it done. And um, she, she tells the story of doing some research for uh, Elizabeth Warren and like Elizabeth Warren having this conversation with her about how she did it. And because oh, Katie Porter thought she was being really kind and not bothering certain people who she was like supposed to be researching she's like well I didn't want to bother them they were already really upset and Elizabeth Warren's like so you only talked to the people who were okay with the situation that was going on and they weren't upset about it and she's like well yeah I didn't want to add insult to injury and Elizabeth Warren essentially just threw all of her research into the trash and was like okay but now you have a very biased and one side one-sided opinion like I, I respect that you don't want to bother people who are hurting but if your research doesn't include the people who are hurting are we really helping the people that we need to be helping and like Katie Porter was like oh my gosh like I thought Elizabeth Warren was just being so like rude and heartless and now I realize she's like no you have to actually include them and that might be uncomfortable but it's the 
it's the uncomfortable part that we're trying to highlight so that we can make it more comfortable. Um, and so the store, the book is just like that, where Katie's willing to say the things that she sees and like clearly is willing to point out, but she's also willing to see like, oh, here are the places where I've been short-sighted and I'm going to work to you know, prevent my short-sightedness from harming the people that I have come to serve. So, yeah, I just really respect, uh, I respect Katie even more than I already did after reading her book. Yeah, I appreciated that too. I liked also all the references to Elizabeth Warren throughout the book because I love her and it just made me love her even more. (laughs) And then, like you said, it was nice that Katie Porter was willing to say where things didn't go as planned or didn't work out or where she said or did something maybe she shouldn't have and then how she sort of work to correct that and the example that you gave in particular I was like wow for someone so smart you were awfully silly there (laughs) (laughs) but again I appreciate that she told everybody and you can Mm -hmm. understand why she would do that as well because obviously you don't want to make people more upset or you know do the uncomfortable thing if you don't have to but like I said for someone so smart (laughs) (laughs) obviously you see what's happening there but again, right. it, it was nice that she was told that. And, you know, again, for someone that's so smart, you can still make a mistake and everything. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I really enjoyed all those types of stories as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, if you want a good memoir, I would definitely um, read it. It tells you a lot about the, well, about Congress. Um, and it just makes, my having to vote later this month at, well, not this month. Well, this month when this episode airs, uh, it will not be easy as I have to select two people out of a list of like three or four really good candidates. <laughs> and Katie Porter's one of them. Schiff is another. Um, Barbara Bree, I think, is another. The one from Oakland uh, or whatever. Yeah. Forgetting her name. I know it's Barbara. I just, and that the last name is three letters. And then there's and then the new person that Gavin Newsom just um, yeah, temporarily but she put in the seat. She hasn't I don't, said she'll run yet. So I don't have to I was going to say, I don't yet. really know her, but the things that I've heard about her now that she was nominated, she sounds like she could also be a, a rock star. So yeah. Yeah. No, she wouldn't make it even harder if she decides to throw her name in the ring because then it's four really good candidates for just one position yeah and but I, I think you, you vote for the top two because then the top two go against the republicans i think is what, how we do it now yeah but i don't know how you make that decision i mean it kind of sucks because sometimes you don't have any good candidates <laughs> you know even even the one that's for your party sometimes you're like uh i mean they're better than the other person but and then in this race there's like legitimately going to be like so many good people and you're like how do you choose yeah i don't know thankfully i don't have to i just get to sit back and see what happens yeah i have to but the nice thing is i don't think i can go wrong so Mm, that is true there are like genuinely good choices so Mm -hmm. well shush what family is coming to visit i am super excited by the time this comes out we will have already had our trip but (laughs) in just a few short days um my dad is coming 
and my brother is coming and so I'm so excited because I'm gonna have my family here so Ronan's gonna get to meet grandpa and grandma and two uncles and we are thrilled obviously he's met them um virtually if you will but we're very excited that it's going to be in person so we cannot wait and that means some more travel for us so we're going to London and then we're coming back to Leeds for a little bit and then we're going to Liverpool so Ronan's going to get to make his way around a bit more which is obviously a challenge in some ways because obviously his schedule is off and those kinds of things but it's also really good for him he likes you know seeing new things and he handled Scotland really well and you know all that sort of stuff so I think that it will all be great so it should be a lot of fun and I'm super excited about it I am also like extra excited because I asked my dad said that they were gonna have some extra space in their suitcase if I wanted to order anything (laughs) and I was like oh I need Carter's socks because the socks that I have from Carter's are the best ones he can still get them off but it's like much harder they're there's like more they're just like a better sock so they like fit him better and they stay on better and they also have like a better kind of grippy thing on the bottom rather than just being smooth so I was like oh I can't get these shipped here they don't ship to the UK I was like I gotta order the socks so I went on for socks and I ended up with basically an entire new like fall and winter wardrobe wardrobe. (laughs) so I just couldn't help it everything's already on sale I mean to be fair I think they overprice everything on purpose so that it can always be on sale because there's Mm -hmm. always sales on everything but everything was on sale and then I got an extra 30% off and I got free expedited shipping and everything is just so freaking cute you just cannot I mean you just can't not get it and the thing is is Amir was blaming me but I blame him equally because I put a ton of stuff in the cart and then I sent him like screenshots of it and I was like which what do you like because I thought he would help me like pick out which things and his response was yeah you can get it and I was like (laughs) all of it and he's like yeah and I was like okay (laughs) so I blame him just as much but I'm super excited and on top of that because basically this is just going to be so much for Ronan but on top of that um grandma and grandpa are bringing uh IU wear for Ronan so I am super pumped about that as well because we're gonna get some IU gear and I cannot wait to get him in that gonna be so cute yes iu household so no no division here just iu and iu yep just iu we can't wait it's gonna be so good so yeah so not only do i get to see them but i'm like excited because they're bringing a bunch of stuff (laughs) also and it's gonna be so cute so well you don't that that makes packing for you so much easier you don't even have to pack you just have to True. I hadn't even thought about that. Just pack I mean, for yourself. I probably can to do that because, you know, baby clothes are they're sensitive and you have to wash everything first. But it would be nice if I could do that because I will just have all this stuff and until I get home, I won't be able to put them in it. So, but yeah, I'm very excited. So it should be really good. And even though I keep saying I won't only talk about Ronan and I'm talking about it now probably in the future I wouldn't be surprised if I talk about what we did on the trip because I'll probably be excited about it and thinking about it so sorry if that is overload for people but no we want to hear we want to know where you're going yeah that's where we're at um 
which is going to be fun. And then you have a fun concert coming up that you want to tell us about. Yeah. You can't stop so, thinking about it. Um, months ago, I'm not. I mean, like June, July, maybe. Um, maybe even before that. But anyway, we Jeremy bought uh, tickets to see Brandy Carlisle in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. So we're going to go up to L.A. next weekend. And it's just crazy because I felt like it was so far away when we ordered the tickets. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, and she has promised, like, guest stars. But she will not tell you who she's going to have on stage. So it's ah, like, ah, It's like the best and the worst all at the same time. Yes. But she was just here in San Diego, um, but she was just, she was the guest star in Pink's concert. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so who will the guest stars I be? I exactly. But like, Brandi Carlisle is, she's like the queen of the collaboration. So, and she goes, like, she sings so much different type of music because she'll do country, she'll do folk, she'll do pop. Um, and she'll collaborate with pretty much anyone who has any interest at all in collaborating with her and is you know seemingly kind <laughs> um so she, it's obvious that she doesn't want to work with um, mean people well who would want to i don't blame uh, her yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah because she does she did like the high women with natalie from um, the chicks and Dolly for a little while, and I can't remember their other people. So she, yeah, she just um, is like the queen of the collaboration. So it could be anybody. Are you going with your cousin also? No, Brandy couldn't. Brandy's not going. Uh, I. Yeah, I thought for sure because it was in L.A. and also because Brandy, I swear, goes to like every concert. I thought for yeah, sure it might be, be the going. same weekend. However, as Austin City Limits, and so she, I think she's um, she will be in Austin. Gotcha. That makes sense. That stinks. That would have been fun if you guys could all go together. I know. Yeah, particularly because I haven't I'm, seen Brandy in forever, but Jeremy got to see her like last month. It's not fair. Not fair. Also, I may be way off base because I know people have been obviously collaborating for a long time, but I feel like in terms of special guests at concerts, it always gives me Taylor Swift vibes because I feel like she is like the queen of having special guests. And now it's become like so much more popular to have other people. I feel like before you would pretty much always just go like you might go to a concert that had more than one person because, you know, you'd have two or three bands obviously playing, but you wouldn't like just get random people stopping by and now I feel like a lot of times you'll just have somebody that's not actually in concert just come and be like hey whether they're like a singer or not like sometimes they're really just a famous person and they're just like I'm here but it's like I don't know I feel like Taylor Swift did that I could be off base but yeah that's that's how I feel yep so I'll come back I'll report back in a couple weeks let you know exactly uh who was there but uh so excited we may stay at brandy's um but if we can't do that uh we may just stay at a hotel nearby make it a little like fun vacation weekend i'm super excited that's awesome yep so if you've seen brandy carlisle in concert or if you know of places that show should go with her family in liverpool or london or leeds but 
she lives in Leeds, so she probably knows. Um, give us a call or send us a message. Uh, you can message us on Instagram at apartment29a, or you can email us at apt29a at gmail.com. Bye, everyone. Have a great week.